Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my wonderful guest for today is Ashley Zavodny. After years of walking through life in the darkness of herself, Ashley recently stepped into her light by fully embracing her gifts as an intuitive empath and energy healer who goes shadow walking with others, helping them heal the traumas that are holding them back from embracing their gifts and healer abilities. Beautiful. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, it's a blessing to have you with us, and I am excited about where our conversation will flow today. Me too. Beautiful. Now, Ashley, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I love to start by asking my guests, what does sacred feminine power mean to you personally? I mean, personally, to me, it's it's the divine feminine, and it is the state of being. For me, feminine power and the divine, um, the sacred uh, power that it is, is being. I feel that um, it works a lot with creation which goes into manifestation but holding the the power to really know oneself and be able to be reflective because when we just be we're holding space not only for others but we're holding space for ourselves as well mm, that's beautiful and i love how you said that we're holding space for ourselves as well because it is so easy for often especially the healers out there mm -hmm. to forget that we need to hold space for ourselves too and especially for our, ourselves as we serve the others on our path yes yes absolutely um i um one of my phrases that i always say is healer heal thyself so many healers forget that they they need to heal themselves constantly just as much as they need to help heal others so holding that space is essential Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful. Well, Ashley, would you please share a challenge that you have faced on your path that's really helped you to activate the sacred feminine power within you? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I know I referenced it to a little bit in that blurb that you gave about me. Um, but for a very long time, I was out of balance, energetically speaking, between um, the masculine and the feminine. And this was really from the career path that I chose once I got out of high school and, and got into college. I went into working inside of the hospitality industry where I became a manager. And in order to survive that industry as a female, you have to basically have a bigger male energy than all the males around you. So hmm. um, just out of necessity, I flexed myself into that side of myself, which that was my do, 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 go, go, go. Um, just brute force almost um, level of masculine energy that I had to be inside of. And I forgot even how to be, how to, how to be a, a woman first off, like how to be female just in general. Like I found myself just being very, um, very tough, very gruff, very um, almost in your face sometimes. And I had to change that about myself. It was a couple of years ago where I realized this wasn't me. This wasn't who I wanted to be and that I had gotten out of balance. And that was a really, um, it came after I had a, I was up for a promotion at work and I didn't get it. 
And I really sat back and reflected why I didn't get it. And I realized I wasn't living my authentic self. I wasn't living true to myself. And that started the journey of, okay, well, why? What happened? And in that in that journey of self-discovery, I realized I had left my feminine energy behind or forgotten about it or whatever. And um, that's when I really um, adopted the motto, just be, Ashley, just be. And it's been an interesting journey to even understand what that means of how do you just be? How do you just let things happen? Um, but I think it's so much more than that. Um, you know, we water it down to say just be, but just be is so much more nuanced than that. So that's been um, kind of my struggle with it is I I forgot it. And mm. I'll be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can totally resonate with what you shared there around having to step into that masculine energy in order to to. Well, in a way to survive, but essentially mm-hmm. to thrive in in a in what is in so many cases a male dominated dominated environment, and certainly a masculine energy dominated environment. Yes, so, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. beautiful. Well, how are you being now that you've changed your focus also in terms of your work? How how is your feminine essence coming through, and how how are you being in that? Um, I am, so my essence is coming through because in, I I now do coaching along with my Reiki healing. And for that, I, I embrace the feminine energy through holding space and, and being there for them, for my coaching clients, um, whenever they need me, but also being that safe place that they can uh, just drop their guard And that's the biggest thing is it took me a very long time to feel safe. So I want to be that safe place for somebody to come and, and drop down and just really be raw. So it's creating a non-judgment environment. Um, But also in my state of being, I'm working on um, manifestation or creation of reality, however you want to um, say it. That's how I'm also using the the feminine energy right now because manifestation is allowing what needs to happen without forcing it to happen and that's really what being is is allowing but also influencing and when we get stuck inside of our masculine energy that's all about action but it's not taking the right action when it comes to manifestation specifically it's it's more of just doing and whereas manifestation, you need to sit back and wait for the inspired actions, have the clear mind to hear the inspired actions. And if we're not sitting back and creating that safe place, even for ourselves, those messages don't get through as clearly. So you start taking wrong actions or you don't hear them at all. So that's what I'm doing right now, as far as embracing and just and I'm loving life. I let um I I make sure that I am in the right emotional state. And that is, you know, joy, love, satisfaction, peace, gratitude, the higher vibrations. And all of those really do require that state of being, that state of allowing, and that state of enjoying. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. And I can imagine that being able to 
enjoy can sometimes become tricky and challenging, especially at the moment when our world seems to be in such flux and change and transition, and a lot of it can feel scary. How, how do you advise your clients around this and how do you do it for yourself? Um, honestly, with um, I have, I call it the not my bubble method. Um, <laughs> because when when we talk about everything that's going on around us, we have our sphere of influence. We have what is in our immediate vicinity, i.e. I can see it, I can taste it, I can smell it, I can touch it. Like that is our immediate vicinity. So that is things that we can directly influence and then have direct influence over us. You know, if it's raining outside and you have to go outside, you're going to get wet. Um, I also have the next immediate circle, which is my local area, you know, plus 20 miles or so, because if something happens within 20 miles of me, it could directly influence me in, in theory. Um, anything outside of that, I I, if I see like an article pop up about um, either like the recession or, you know, uh, I, I live in the United States of America. So here recently, it's been a lot of politics for the last couple of years. Um, and I got it over it because I was like, you know what? I can't do a dang thing about them. I can't influence them. So why am I going to let them influence me? Um, or I can't control what they do. I'm not going to let them control me. So I just say, not, that's not in my bubble. I don't allow it in and I let it go. And that has made my life so much more peaceful once I stopped allowing things that I couldn't even it, like touch with any sort of control or influence or anything like that. Um, so that's how I enjoy my life is I don't let the other things affect me. Um, that are outside of my bubble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, certainly the the paradigm that is being held up by the world of politics and <laughs> everything that goes with that is, is one of fear, very, very systematic yes. fear. And um, it can cause a lot of havoc in our in our systems. And I'm here talking about our body systems, body, mind, spirit yes, systems. Yes. So I, I think it's it's really is, especially at the moment, very wise to to stop paying attention to that and really, as you said it so beautifully, if I if if I can't control them, I'm also not gonna let them control me. So that's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and and I'm I stopped buying into the fear. Why am I gonna live my life in fear when you know, I walk out my door and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful day. I live in a beautiful city. I have beautiful people around me. So why am I going to let fear rule my life? Um, and that's when I decided to step into, into, into love and into joy and like, you know what, I'm not going to let it rule me. And that, that is the paradigm shift that we are having is a lot of people are starting to wake up to the fear um, and starting to ask the questions of why are we even allowing this? And that's okay. that's important because if you're in if you're in male energy, you're not in the state of allowing, you're in the state of doing. But if you're in the feminine energy, you're in the state of allowing. So you take back your power when you step into your feminine energy and you can control what you allow and what you don't allow. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And as you were saying that, what really came through to me very strongly is that 
when the masculine and the feminine are in balance, it is the masculine that really provides that safe container within mm-hmm. which the feminine can freely then flow and be and receive and allow, as you say. Yes, yes, absolutely. Balance is key. I'm also a Libra, so uh, mm-hmm. balance is, is, is a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, I would love to hear a little bit more about your Reiki path, Ashley. I'm also uh, an Usui and Leitarian Reiki master and teach that modality as well, or those modalities rather. And I would love to hear a little bit more from you in terms of what drew you to Reiki in the first place and how is it blessing your life? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a a weird Reiki story, actually. Um <laughs> Uh, because I grew up in a very small town, so uh, there there was not, I was not exposed to any any holistic things, anything like that. If it wasn't inside of the uh, Christian church faith, I was not exposed to it, and so I didn't really start getting exposed to the holistic side and the spiritual side of things until I moved to college. And um, I um, I went to college back in you know 2004. If I'm dating myself there a little bit. Um, but <laughs> if anybody knows anything about mainstream television at the time, that's right around um, when Grey's Anatomy started coming out. I was a big Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> okay. um, not so much now because, you know, after 18 season, like, okay, this is a dead storyline. But back then, you know, it was it was a really great storyline um, and they they did a lot of cool things. So it was a good show. And I remember there was one episode where they actually touched on energy healing. You know, somebody was coming in for a um for a surgery and the she had some healers around they're like no we need to know so that way we can basically influence her energy body like and it was it was a a holistic practice they were they were doing and I was like well that's interesting and then something inside of me just knew that's what I needed to be doing just knew that that was right for me um, because growing up in the small town, Texas that I did going to church as a kid, I would be the kid sitting in the pew, hearing the, hearing the, the sermon and the message going, okay, well, that's not right. Okay. Well, there's more to that story. Okay. You're leaving out something. So I was always questioning those pieces of it from a very early age. And it was as if something clicked when I was watching that episode of Grey's Anatomy, um, but I didn't do anything with it for a while. I just knew it was there, but I also needed to do my own shadow work and heal my own traumas. And that was the path that I was on. But it gave me that glimpse of what was possible outside of once I healed myself, where I was going. Um, so then fast forward a good decade, because, you know, I like to do things in Ashley's style of her own way. Um, <laughs> I, 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 came across Reiki some way, somehow it was either um, I got the actual name of what I needed to do. Cause back on the Grey's Anatomy episode, they never really named what it was. I just knew it as energy healing. Um, And I, I came across Reiki and I was like, okay, that's where I want to go. That's what I want to do. So after my, um, I had a very pivotal moment in 2021 where um, I had a panic attack that sent me to the hospital. And it was that defining moment of it's time. Like you've been dragging, you've known about this for years. You still haven't done anything about it. We're going to make you do something about it. And I say, we, it was, it was my guides and, and all those fun people like 
showing me that it was time. And that's when I went out and I got um, Reiki 1 and 2 certified (coughs) and started doing Reiki on myself to finish healing out the pieces that I needed to heal. Um, I started taking clients in November of that year. I got certified in September, so I made sure I went on that path. And um, I'm going to be working on my Reiki master next because I wanted to make sure I... I was a subject matter expert at least, or I had some experiences before I started teaching it to others. I truly don't want to be leading others without full, without understanding what I'm leading them with. Um, and for people who don't know, like there's one, two, and three on Reiki. Um, and three is the master level. And those are the people who can teach it. So now that I feel I'm ready to teach, that's my next journey in Reiki is, is helping bring up the next generation of energy healers and healers in the world. So that was, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) I love that story. And I love how how Grace Anatomy played such a huge part on your journey. That's really great. (laughs) It it really is. And, and, you know, um, for me, I'm like, you know what, that's, that's, everybody has what brings them to it. And when you're not um, in, in the world, the world will still, and the holistic world or the spiritual world, it will still find its way to find you. And that's how it found me um, because there was no other way for it to get itself into even my hemisphere without being on something like a show like Grey's Anatomy. Um, so that's why I, even if you're not fully awake yet or still questioning things, just look for what's around you and, and the messages will come through sometimes in the oddest form and mine was in Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, the weirder the way, the more fun it is to talk about it. So that's all good. Exactly. It gave me a great story to tell. (laughs) Beautiful. And Ashley, in the coaching work that you do, as, as you hold that space for your clients to be able to drop into that safe space, what, what is it that, that you focus on mainly? Yeah. Um, so I focus on helping empaths and highly spiritual or highly sensitive people, highly spiritual too, um, or um, other budding healers. So whether you're a medium or, or can be whatever a healer is to you, I help them when they get right past their, I call it the oh shit moment or the, oh, I am an <laughs> empath. Okay. Well, that makes sense. What now? What next? And I help them in that moment right afterwards, um, because there is typically some shadow work to be doing at that point, healing the traumas, healing um, what no longer serves you and understanding that process. So that way you can help others through it. And that's um, in my blurb. That's why I say I go shadow walking. I'm a shadow walker. And we are the people who go into people's shadows with them. And help them really see their traumas as as the experiences that are going to make them better. Uh, because all healers have had trauma. The trauma that they've had is the trauma that they're going to help e- others heal from. Um, so that's what I do with my um, with my clients is I just help them inner child healing, but also understanding their purpose. Like, what is it to be an e- empath? What are um, some tools some tips some tricks and and also just stepping into their light stepping into their power because so many people when they right after they get to that moment 
because they have lived a life where they've been questioning things or taking on too many um, of other people's emotions or energies. They're definitely out of balance, just like I was. Um, I get them back into balance and I give them the tools of how to do that for themselves. So that way they don't always need me. I'm one of those um, rare coaches out there that I'm going to get you healed in past tense. I'm not going to keep you healing because uh, I want you to to go out and flourish and conquer. And I'm not going to keep selling you into a program. I'm going to get you where you need to go. And then I'm going to let the little butterfly go and and let's go and let's get you out of the cocoon after that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And of course, with the understanding that the healing process will continue until the rest of our lives. Oh, oh yes. Levels. Yes. But they'll at least have the t- tools they will understand they'll have their own arsenal and mm-hmm. they'll be able to recognize when they may go into a um i call them spirals because every healer has their down moments and they have their um you know almost depression states but recognizing when you get in one okay now let me go do this to get out of it and teaching them those those things that are going to help them as they continue their because it's healing is like an onion you're peeling back the layers as you go deeper and deeper and deeper um but when we're equipped and we're confident that we know how to do that we can actually heal ourselves mm-hmm. sure absolutely beautiful well thank you so much for that ashley if if yeah. our listeners became curious about your work and wanted to connect with you how would they find you yeah, um, so uh, I'm doing a quick little rebrand right now, but uh, my website is empathinme.com. Um, on there, there is also a, I have my free ebook that I have on there. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Happiness, um, but it truly helps dive into what does it truly mean to be happy? Because I think along the way, people have forgotten forgotten how to be happy. Um, or they know how to make others happy, but they don't know how to make themselves happy. And that's definitely a big thing about empaths and and those uh, folks who need just a reminder about their own feminine energy. Um, that is what that is really designed to do. So um, they can go to the website, grab that free ebook, and just learn a little bit more about me and what it would be like to work with me. Mm, wonderful. That sounds great, Ashley. Um, thank you so much for sharing your nuggets of wisdom on the podcast and also sharing your your beautiful energy and vibration with us. Really, really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I truly enjoyed this. And um, I hope that you do well and that everybody out there who is listening to this is is getting the same vibes that I get from working with Emmy and and all the fun stuff out there. Mm, beautiful holding space for all of that too thank you yes always holding space for others yes (laughs) ma'am beautiful now everybody just for a moment let's focus our intention and our awareness on this beautiful energy that's been activated and imagine sending that energy to everybody and everything on our planet to remember that we are all truly one And that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, the more quickly our planet will also ascend and heal. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being here.